Hey guys, welcome back to the 429 Podcast. I'm 4. I'm 2. And I'm 9. And today we have episode 21 of TechCast for you. I know we've, it's been a minute since we've seen you guys. It's a uh, you know, busy holiday season. Decided to take a little bit of time off to you know, kind of just spend time with our families during the holidays and enjoy everything. Um, but we also thought it would be ironic to do episode 21 in 2021, right? So Absolutely. Yeah. Why not? That was absolutely <laughs> planned. It was... That was not a coincidence whatsoever. <laughs> we actually started TechCast perfectly just in time to make that happen, believe it or not. Anyway, but it's been a busy week, um, and there's a fair bit of cool tech news to get through. So without further ado, why don't we go ahead and get right into the news. Hit us with it, for First, epi- uh, first uh, article right here. So... I don't know if you guys have seen these, but Bose is actually releasing a new pair of earbuds. Except they're not in earbuds. They're the first pair of earbuds that actually don't go inside your ears at all. And I know they sound kind of like wonky, right? Earbuds that don't go in your ears, what the heck? But they're actually bone conduction. And I'm not sure if you guys have seen like the sunglasses that do bone conduction sound and whatnot. But I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen them on like um, YouTube ads and whatnot. Right. I'm familiar with bone conduction kind of hearing and stuff like that. So, actually. I know I've tried them on like Best Buy and like the sunglasses sounded great and I actually really liked them. But these are unique because they are the first earbuds that will do this. So they don't actually go on your skull like the sunglasses do. They literally just sit right on the top of your ear. And you know, nothing in your ear. The cool thing about these is that they're very good for safety, right? So I mean, you know, I'm sure we all work in uh, we all work in the city and I'm sure you guys have walked around and seen people with earbuds in and they're walking into people. No one's paying attention, right? It's a big pain in the neck. So the coolest Mm -hmm. thing about these is the safety aspect of it, right? You can literally have earbuds in your ears, be listening to music and still be able to hear everything going on around you at the same time. So, I mean, that is kind of really good for people who want to listen to music and still not get hit by a car while they're crossing the street. And also, they have eight hours of battery life, and they're IPX4 uh, certified. So, what do you guys think about this? I think this is really cool, personally. I think it's pretty fascinating. And I don't know if you guys know, but a lot of hearing aids are actually, this is pretty much how they do it. They do bone conduction to kind of trim it to sound and stuff like that. So, it it kind of makes sense that they're going into this route. I'm actually surprised it's been a, it's, it took this long to get a mass market bone conduction air for buds i'm actually not i'm actually i'm the dumbass of this conversation i don't know what bone conduction actually is essentially right? it's so, vibration through your bone yep okay that's um, what it sounded like to me but like i just wanted to confirm that's exactly how it works and that's how exactly how some of these like advanced hearing aids that you see like kind of they what they do is like they essentially have a magnetic piece in your skull and it transmits sound and interprets it sound from a device into your skull and then basically translates into vibrations so mm-hmm. this is pretty much the opposite way now so it's like um pretty much going into your ear to hear better and stuff so you can get that crystal clear sound without it being in your ear i think it's pretty cool i think it's fascinating um but i would like to see this more tackled with other companies i think it's yep. still probably yep. be very pricey um but uh, it's pretty interesting already. I already, I kind of well, like it. I'm looking. B- believe to it. it or not, they're going to be available for two hundred dollars. 
Wow, that's, that's actually not that's bad, bad at all. Bad. Yeah, not bad at all. That's really not bad at all. It really that's actually, isn't. That's actually pretty cool. I I actually would actually look into this more than that because if it's two hundred dollars and it's pretty much a first of its kind, and it's also you know by Bose. That's 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 a yeah. that's a name I stand by. So Absolutely. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. So so do I. Yeah. You know that price. That price really just kind of fits the budget. I mean, like they're really no more expensive than like any other pair of wireless earbuds, and that's kind of insane. The only thing I'm worried about is how much of the outside can you hear. Well, your, ear, your ears are going to be open, so it's like picture you don't have earbuds in. That's what you hear. Yeah, I know, but the bone conduction would somehow override that. Yeah, and, and I would think bone conduction. I think bone conduction would probably be louder than yeah, regular convention earbuds. That's, that's what I'm wondering, like, because it's technically your ears are open to hear things, but at the same time you're also yep. feeling sound through another way. So it's not like you're totally, what's it called, um, clear of your environment to hear very clearly. You know, there's still going to be some sound, yeah. and I'm wondering what that masking is going to be. Is it a lot, a little bit? You know, that kind of matters to me. I think it's one of the things where I have to try it out before I even consider buying it. Yep. No, I I agree. And I mean, you know what? Is think about this as well, right? Usually, you can never really test out earbuds in stores because they're always locked gross. up and it's gross, yeah. and no one yeah. wants to do that. But with but these earbuds, works. you actually might be able to now. So these actually could be the first earbuds that they can actually kind of just put out and let people wear and not really have to worry. So that's kind of insane. That's another cool thing. Oh, I'm also wondering this. I don't know if this is this is probably not a big concern for you, but for me, um, my hearing loss is a big concern for me. Yep. Right. So that's why I don't use earbuds that much traditionally anymore because of that. But I'm wondering if since this is done through not not the traditional means of like blasting music to your eardrums but more bone conduction would it would it retain and prevent hearing loss I over bet it time would. My, my my guess is probably yes that would be my, my guess. guess is my guess is 100 percent true i have to look into this but if yeah. that's the case i think that's definitely worth the 200 hell even 300 dollars. oh absolutely I mean. absolutely i think you're probably right so hit us with the next one i think that's pretty interesting yep next article article number two we're seeing one of the very first upgrades to Wi-Fi in quite a while. So, I mean, I'm sure you guys remember the last big upgrade to Wi-Fi when 5, when 5G came out on your home routers and whatnot, and then you had 3-band instead of dual-band. Well, 6 gigahertz band is now coming out to your, I guess, next router, really. Um, the FCC Damn, last year... Upgraded. The FCC last year just increased the amount of consumer-grade, like, at-home um, radio frequency bands that are going to be available. And... You know, I mean, the problem is for this, it requires new hardware as well. But starting very soon, we're going to be able to see six gigahertz bands in, in you know, in our homes and Ooh. be able to kind of increase the amount of devices we have and possibly speeds and whatnot as well. You know, the more bands you have, the less interference you have. And overall, it's just like I see the article I'm reading right now. They put it as it's like adding extra lanes to a highway is really what it's doing. And, you know, range inside your own house isn't really that big of a problem because you know it's you're in your house you're only gonna be a couple feet away so going up to different bands is probably much better at like six gigahertz and five gigahertz in your house than it is elsewhere for like phone signals and whatnot so what do, Bro, what do you think i just about got this? a i just got a five gigahertz router i love how like i'm already like you're behind out of out of scope yeah you're behind, man. You're behind. this this is why i always say really behind because you can't be behind if you're already behind. 
when did you when did you buy that router? La last year. Last year. Well, you see, right before you yeah. bought that router, me and Nine were actually talking about this, and we knew it was coming out today. Last year, before you bought that, and we purposely we waited just that way we could be ahead of you. Yeah, we don't want to waste money like like an idiot, yeah. you know. So so we thought, but this is actually pretty cool. <laughs> uh, is this is this ban? Uh, the extra ban they're talking about is that because of what happened last year, where they said they're gonna uh, remove exclusive access, I think, to who was it, airliners, um, that had a unique ban frequency. You know, I is don't that know why it was opened up? I don't think this article really said much about it. Because mm. I, I remember last year, I, I'm, it may be a topic that we touched on. Uh, I'm not sure, but I remember one of us mentioning. Uh, how they're shutting out exclusive access, I think, for airliners. I could be wrong on that. Uh, please correct me if I am. But I remember because they just didn't do anything with it um, for years, like 20 years. They had exclusive access to this frequency. Um, yeah, and they're like, know. and they said, like, no, you guys don't do anything with it. You guys don't innovate. We're taking it off. Plus, there's not enough range already for Wi-Fi or I think it was cellular. So they're like, we're going to give it to them. And I'm wondering, since this just came out right now, if that's related to that yeah the the article doesn't say much on it but it could be i'm not not totally positive though but i'm not 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 sure so does this mean like just faster just what you, basically you said it's another lane in the highway right so yep. just less uh what's it called um blockage traffic, i guess yep. yeah less blockage higher bandwidth interesting so it's pretty 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 neat it's probably gonna be a while though <laughs> before everything starts actually using it oh I absolutely think. Absolutely, it's always a slow road. You know, we still don't but have five G. We've been talking about for that for months and years. So, oh yeah. Anyway, Absolutely. next article. This one is actually pretty interesting. You know, as we come up to the what I would call the end of the pandemic, which I hope is going to be soon, right? You know, vaccines are out now. People are getting vaccinated. A lot You're of people much are much more hopeful than I am. A lot of people are unfortunately getting COVID. So, like, even if you don't get vaccinated, especially with this new strain, there's a good chance you're just going to get COVID at this point. Um, so, I mean, I think you're right. I might be a little bit too hopeful, but I, I, I just see it as either you're going to end up with a vaccine within the next few months or you're going to end up with COVID because of this new strain in the next few months. I don't, I, don't see, I don't see a way out of it. But anyway, regardless of that, this article is saying that nearly 30% of working professionals are going to be quitting if they have to return to the office after the pandemic is over. So I believe it. I, believe I mean, it. personally, I think that this is probably true, right? Like think about this. And this is according to a survey of about 1100 people right now. Um, right. So I think that, that could absolutely be true, right? I have a long commute. If I couldn't, like I'm very used to working from home now, you know, imagine me having to go back into the office now and commuting two hours one way every day like that would be that would that would that would just that would be really no fun right i mean no one wants to do that everyone's got this taste of no commute stay home do this do that right and i just don't I think, think anyone's willing so what do you guys think i can think of one person that would do it he's in this room right now yeah i would probably do it honestly I'd yeah. probably still go by i'm going to the office i miss yeah. dude honestly i miss the office personally I think but it like I think it depends on the person, but I, I, I'm not one or I'm not like four where like, I'm one, I'm against the office hundred percent or I'm like two where like, yeah, the minute the office opens up, um, I'm br bringing a camp tent, uh, and staying there. I'm more like in the middle, 
I kind of want a hybrid system. I don't think we should go back to the traditional system we were. And I'm before. with that personally. Yeah. I think that's the best system to approach. I think it should be like a two, three day thing or a three, two day thing, whatever you prefer. But yeah. personally, I think you really have the flexibility now where it's like, if I wake up in the morning, I see it's raining. Dude, I'm working from home. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, gonna... yeah. You see, I, I think I'm totally with you guys on this in that I think that it needs to be a hybrid system where if you need to go into the office for something, go into the office, right? If there's yeah. meetings that need to happen, presentations, you know, even if you just want to have like a, a, a night. I just want to talk to people, dinner, man. It's lonely like, being like at home. Dinner with your team or whatever, or like hanging out or. You know, like maybe we want to go out on, on like a Friday or something, so we want to go into the office just because we'll all be closer together at that point. Like, there's reasons to go to the office. I'm not totally dissolving the fact that it's necessary, but so if you don't have to go in, like I just think that you probably most people probably wouldn't want to have to make that commute every day. So I think I, th I right. think the problem it's a hybrid. I think I think the problem is going to be us i think right in the beginning is what people decide is worthy of coming back to the office i can see a lot of people being like oh this is uh worthy to come back to the office for so come come tomorrow and it's just like a one meeting that could have been online uh or something like that i think that's going to be the real yeah differentiator over time it's like really truly deciding what is worthy coming back to the office like you said if but you're I think having what you're gonna drink see, item, that, i think that's worth it but i think what you're gonna see is that at least in the beginning you're going to see a huge spike in people returning to the office before it levels into a hybrid system. Because, like, the main thing right now with a lot of people is that, like, people are just lonely, man. Like, a lot of, pe a lot of people, like, you'll be surprised at the amount of people who, like, on a day-to-day -day basis have only interacted with just their coworkers. And until the pandemic hit, have literally yeah. interacted with, like, no one, right? No, I know. So, about? like, I got my three best friends. Me. Me and myself. I thought you were saying you mean four, chip, two, and you nine, mean chip okay, penny and used tissue. <laughs> they were all you, the gangs all here. <laughs> you mean chip penny and used tissue? But like, yeah, like it's it's so brutal that people are people are right now craving for social interactions of some type, right? Yep. And it's really led to a lot of crazy stuff happening within the United States as well as internationally, right? Because people are just starved for like any type of social interaction everyone is and on edge everyone because everyone's on edge and until you have like travel opening up again people returning to offices people just sitting in a subway watching the crazy guys sing a song right like yep. until you have all of that come back like you're not really gonna see that type of thing now what you're gonna see is at least for like i think maybe like three four months you're gonna see like a huge amount of people like commuting and everything and all of this right but after about the four-month mark, dude, I think people are just going to get sick of everyone again. And then you're going to really start to go into that hybrid system where, like, you come out of your hidey hole when you want to, but, like, you don't necessarily <laughs> have to, right? So yeah. I, I really see that being the way to go. But quitting, you know, getting back to the topic of the paper, quitting, like, dude, the economy sucks right now. Where are you going to get a job? Like, Well, I mean, hold up a second. Now think about it. You're an office worker. Is there... Is there really a major shortage of online work that can be done? All these online companies have expanded. Everything and most most roles that are going to be available for for work from home are probably a technology-based companies and the odds are over the pandemic they've done nothing but grow. So on certain fields, especially I would think fields that have work from home availability, you're probably going to be you know I wouldn't say swimming but there's probably quite a few of openings and availability. Oh I agree with you, but when you're competing with about 20 million unemployed people in the United States, it's it's a tough competition out there. <laughs> like, 
That's true. It's, that's a good point. It, it's a lot of people, you know? So, I don't know. But that's that's a bold move for some of them to say. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no keep, let's keep going. Let's keep it going. Um, you know, let's, I was going to get into a different one, but let's jump right to this. This is a, a really interesting one. You guys are going to like this. Our boy Elon Musk is now officially the richest person <laughs> in the world, surpassing Jeff Bezos. Bezos, however you want to say it. I texted. I actually texted Nine about this, like as it happened, because like I saw the article come up and I saw the network change. So that was pretty dope. Yep. But yeah, like He's Elon worth $184 is officially one hundred and eighty-four billion dollars. One hundred eighty-five billion dollars. Eighty-five right now. He's one eighty. He's one eighty-nine. Bezos is at one eighty-four. So that's why Bezos pissed. The meme but, lord did it. I can't but believe it. The funniest thing is like, guys, think about five years ago when you're thinking about like the world's richest man, right? Like it was Bill Gates for like the longest time, man. Yep. Like, and all of a sudden within the last like three years, you've had like four people switch thoughts. And to be honest, I don't really think like it. I will give credit where credit is due. You know, Amazon, Tesla, SpaceX, they're all amazing companies. Yep. But mostly I think it's just because Bill Gates just didn't hoard his money and he's really giving a lot of it away, especially now during the pandemic time with all the research oh, and everything. He's huge he's into philanthropy. That's what he cares about. Huge. They did a research that if Bill Gates actually didn't give away like majority of his wealth, he'd probably be the first trillionaire, actually. <laughs> so like Yeah, it makes he's sense. Give, he's given up a lot, right? And so first I want to pay respects to him because he's an awesome dude. But like credit is due where credit is due. Tesla has had an freaking insane year in the stock market i think it's up like 750 percent right yep, like yep. Dude, it's i think 751 percent actually just this year yeah like it's insane what elon has been able to accomplish right tesla makes money now which is the biggest thing in the world but like you know, i will tell it's you it's gonna be interesting it's it's, it's so interesting in tesla though because like that big of a, of a of a rise in one year elon musk is actually the fastest growing person to rise to the top of the rich list in history he got richest faster than that. anyone else ever before. Or at least anyone else. Let me tell you something about. else. And let me tell you something else. He's thinking about putting his uh, Tesla balance sheet shares in Bitcoin and stuff like that. And there's already a company that did that. And let me tell you, like, if Bitcoin keeps going the way we've seen it lately, like, it's, he, he's going to be there for a while. <laughs> let you know, me tell you. This, this, not, nine, do you want to discuss anything? Because this is going to lead me right to the next topic. Uh, no, let's move on. All right. So let's, let me, let me lead this right in the next topic. Bitcoin, speaking of, it has just breached the $40,000 mark per coin and has officially now has over a trillion dollars in total. Not worth. close. Close. It's about 900 but close. I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. Let me see. Bitcoin market cap. Where it's probably it? down now. No, hold up. I'm, I, I literally just saw this article before. There was a different article as well, but I'm... Anyway... I'm almost certain it's over a trillion, but re regardless of it, it's still worth 40000 per coin. Absolutely crazy. Insane. And Insane. there's one more article I want to tie this into as well. Um, so just one second. I'm going to send these over to you guys. That was the last one I forgot to send. Here's this one. And now, here we go. You guys are going to like this one. Nine, are you ready? Yeah. Asus now says graphics cards will be rising in price once again. Damn it. Damn it. Thanks to the thanks to the cryptocurrency boom, we are now going to be seeing MSRP pricing on graphics cards as well as you know bots and miners. Welcome back to 2014, ladies and gentlemen. We're back to the I, bubble. I keep forgetting that 
the correlation with crypto also means my wallet hurts for my graphics card. I keep forgetting that oh, correlation. Man. That one slips by me every time. Yeah. Oh, so gonna... what, what do you guys think about this? Let's 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 get some uh, let's get some opinions. Honestly, mining Bitcoin is just so profitable right now that like I can't blame them, bro. Like if honestly, it's not even look... it's not even that profitable unless you have a really intense graphics card or a uh, what's it called a farm. Actually, you can't really profit that much from one uh, card alone. You need to have a farm. Yeah. Well, that's because like the problem, the problem complexity is very hard now, right? It's not like well, back yeah, in the day because, where it's like yeah, exactly. The problem complexity increased tenfold since uh, you know 2014. Last yeah. time this happened, uh, I think 2014, later 2014 is when the problem complexity really started to rise because everyone started brushing the market uh, with these mining rigs, uh, yeah. and it used to be before that. You can get a simple rig with one graphics card and still produce a decent output of revenue. Now, unless you got a an actual farm, you're not going to see any real uh, huge profit, especially with the electricity cost. Um, so, it it's it's the shortage is going to be real because you're going to need like, yeah. at least ten cars to make any profit. Sadly, I'm, I'm yeah, scared. No, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to see this, right? Like. On this news as well, I'm sure you guys have seen, right? Because I keep seeing with Bitcoin going up, another cryptocurrency has actually been going, like, to complete shit, right? So Ripple is actually getting delisted from Coinbase in a few weeks. Yeah, and uh, it's, uh, it's a sad time to see Ripple go. I remember all my friends who were like, Ripple's the next shit, man. Like, this is the thing, right? That was and me. It's, and now it's uh, completely delisted from <laughs> most major uh, markets. So... It's quite sad. I can't count them out yet, though. I was reading online before that people are thinking Ripple is going to have another run it's after they're delisted. Really? Uh, every everyone's already aware that Ripple's getting delisted. So the kind of I think the feel feel in the in like what's going on right now. And I read this on Twitter before. People were saying that they believe that it's already been priced in. Ripple's you know everyone knows that it's going to happen, and it, if you had Ripple to sell, you're selling it already. So. I, th- I think what's going on is the uh, underdog effect. People people know that Ripple is done, so they expect the price to drop, uh, and because of that, the people are going to buy in. But that certain uh, surge of people buying is going to cause it to it jump. So I wouldn't be surprised the day or the day after it gets delisted, you see the price go up a little bit. Uh, the question is how much it will go up. That's going to be a real testament of its. Yeah, of its we'll, second know, coming. We'll to my diehard Ripple people out there, I feel your pain. To my diehard Bitcoin, <laughs> to my diehard Bitcoin people out there, we are accepting donations. So feel free to just uh, drop, us a, drop, drop us a note. <laughs> like uh... I play both fields, so I can't. <laughs> anyway, moving off of this, let's get on to a slightly adjacent topic, but different topic. Speaking of graphics cards, more than half of American turned to video games during the lockdown so yeah new data has been yeah. showing that 66 percent of consumers um age like 18 to 24 play console games 60 percent of them play mobile titles and i mean literally about 27 percent of people play games in order to stay in touch with each other of all ages and i mean overall up to 50 55 percent of people in the country played something in general just i guess to kind of exit boredom or stay in touch or do something right so i mean it's kind of crazy to think about how video games went from being like demonized for like years and now you have more than half the country involved in the, in the industry so what do you guys think about that yeah that's like pretty cool i i i find it funny 
I'm one of the main examples of this, right? Like, you guys already know, like, I played video games maybe once, twice a year, right? I didn't really care, but, like, once in a lately, moment. like, nine knows for a fact, man, I've been playing a shit ton of Minecraft, my first time playing Minecraft <laughs> and everything. And it's, like, well, I've, been playing, I've been playing a shit ton of that, let me tell you, and, like, it's it's been great. So it's, like, we're we're getting there, but, like, it's amazing. It's the only thing right now, I would say, I think it's the safest form of entertainment right now, right? Because, like, video games are something that's it's in your house it's with your buddies if you're if you're staying in like some covid bubbles right and like it's also the biggest thing is it provides social interactions especially if you're playing online games right like nine i know is huge into fortnite and everything right so like he's been playing fortnite every night with like a bunch of friends and stuff like that right you have two of our friends who are playing valorant every night or stuff like that now that's like that's more on the intense gaming side because i don't really got time for that kind of stuff but like it provides that sort of route for people to actually interact, right? Which is different. Now, the question is, will video games fall off after all of this is over? Believe it or not, I'm in the boat of no. I think video games are going to see a, a small hit, but I think in like the long-term view, right? I think now that you have like a much more wider base, I think you're going to continue to see that wider base just grow and grow and grow yep. with each and every video game that comes out. But yeah. I agree. I 100% agree. The mm-hmm. more, I always been an advocate that the more people, the more accepting we are for the video game community, the better it's going to be for everyone in the long run. It's, video gaming should be normalized. Like watching a movie or playing sports. It should be just a thing that everyone um, should do. Even if you're not even look, a big gamer. Yeah, and at the end of the day, what's the real difference between watching TV or watching a movie or playing video games? Sure, you may be thinking a little more in the video game, but like, are you really right? Like it's kind of just like better anyway. Yeah, so it's like really, it's I, I, all, all at the end of the day. It's just a relaxing technique. I also mm-hmm. find it kind of funny that the, the the politicians years ago that would demonize it are the ones now playing it. Um, <laughs> that's a a real sense of irony. Seriously, and we got know, Congress all. Seriously, we got like Congress all in like one game of Animal Crossing. Like it's it's weird, man. If you could time travel back to the '90s and tell them exactly that uh, someone from Congress is playing video games and is like live streaming it to the world, they'll be like, "Get out of here, man! What's going on?" What the live wanna... stream? <laughs> <laughs> they probably ask that one too. But uh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of things have changed in the last twenty years, and it's uh, you know some may have been for the bad, but this is definitely for good. More people should play video games. If you haven't played video games like Minecraft for some weird do reason, do it. Do it right now. Go play right now. Do it right, right now. Right now. Do it right now. Do it right now. You can play anything. It's it's. You can play on your goddamn phone. We're There's not no sponsored excuse. by Minecraft, but we'd like to be. But you go play it right now. Mojang, call me. Seriously, I could really use some diamonds. Like. <laughs> anyway, we got a couple couple uh, couple articles left. Uh, so let's see if we can get through them. I'm gonna give you Rapid a two fire. For, I'm gonna give you a two for one here. Facebook news once again. Firstly, Facebook is dropping the like button from public pages specifically no. specifically because they want to focus on following pages just like they do on Instagram now. And no. personally, I don't I don't like it. I don't like that at all. It's like that was a part of Facebook back in the day like, you know, it's 2000 2008, you made your Facebook account and you're logging in The finally. like button is Facebook. You you, you like you like literally all of these pages, like you and your friends, like Pepsi, you like Monster, you like this, you like that. Like that's part of that was part of like nostalgic Facebook, like logging in and liking all the cool pages that you liked. And you know, now not being able to do that, it's I don't know, it's it's gonna be it's it's gonna be different having to follow pages. It's just a different feel. And 
you, know, you can still like posts and whatnot, but you know, public pages are different now. And then secondly, I'm going to include this at the same time. And this is a not so positive article. A lot of people are upset over this. Um, Facebook now, or I'm sorry, not Facebook, but WhatsApp now requires you to share data with Facebook. Uh, I believe it includes your phone number yeah. and some other personal data and whatnot. And only a matter of time. You know, it does. Much, it's it an does. ultimatum here. It's gonna either be, it's either you follow and you say, okay, you could have my information, Facebook, or they delete your WhatsApp account. That's it. You don't have an option. You're yeah. Forced. I had to already accept the privacy policy update actually yesterday when I actually went on WhatsApp, right? Yep. So, like, it's brutal because, like, I use WhatsApp to talk to family overseas, and I'm kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place here, right? I'm not going to use Facebook Messenger, which is already, like, full of already tracking devices and shit, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, I kind of don't really have any other choice at this point but to accept WhatsApp's tenure unless my whole family group migrates to some other app like Telegram or something, right? Yeah, I was just so, going to say, unless you follow Elon Musk's advice on Twitter before I saw him, he goes, use Signal. That's it. That's what he said. <laughs> so, yeah. I recommend Signal. I, I recommend Telegram. I like Telegram. But, like, Facebook's, well. Facebook dropping the like button. Now, that one is, like... Facebook just killed itself as a brand. Facebook was known as only on you know, the pages. like button. Public pages only. But still, still it, it's no. only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Facebook, Facebook is already on the on the path where they're like they don't really care about their you know their public image. They're just doing these things because they have to at this point. I mean that's why they did the whole thing with Oculus, the ultimatum there. They're doing it for WhatsApp. They just don't this care. This is all, they it's know all branding. Yeah, they don't. They know it's gonna be negatively received. They know that they're not dumb. But, but they where's have, they the have... brand? You know, like if you take other tech companies, you take Google, you take Apple, you take hell even Amazon, right? Like there's a branding associated with each of them, right? But like as I see Facebook, right? I think Facebook's trying to just plaster their big blue F everywhere, but at the same time they're removing what Facebook is known for at the end of the day, and that and that sucks because it's like, you know. I, Facebook's become more of a marketing thing than it has been a tech yep. company, I would say, lately. I, I think it's, to be, I mean, this is just a cynical of me, but I think it's just really the fact that they want all the data they can get, and they realize, and they recognize a lot of people don't even know how many, what's the range that Facebook actually have. A lot of people, you'd be surprised, don't even know that Instagram is owned by Facebook or WhatsApp is owned by Facebook. A lot of people also don't know that Facebook has government contracts with the CIA and the FBI to sell your data to them too. See, yeah, so like I, I would say this is just more to deepen their roots into their other platforms to grab more data because they know that Facebook is already kind of tainted with recent news and recent PR uh, uh, headliners and stuff like that. So they, they're looking for other ways. They know Instagram and WhatsApp are... Uh, po- uh, pools that haven't been tainted yet and they're starting to seep it and mix it all in the Facebook brand. Yep. Anyway, two more articles to get through. First one we'll talk about it's another Mercedes article, Mercedes-Benz. Ooh, so what are they doing? They're releasing a 56-inch hyperscreen in their next EQ- uh, EQ- EQS series electric sedan. So Wait, this is a, it's a 56-inch electric screen and it's going to take up like your entire dashboard. And it's bigger than me, my TV. Let me get this oh, I heard about guys. this. Here you go. So, like, I, I, I kind of I saw this I saw this headline and I thought that it was freaking crazy because you think about it like Tesla and like even like the new Fords and whatnot like they all have like twenty inch screens or something like nineteen or twenty, 
And now you're talking about Mercedes doing a full 56-inch massive screen. And I mean, oh, just looking at these photos, okay. like this thing is gorgeous. Like if you if you don't know what it is already, go. You know, I recommend you go take a look at this. Just look up um, Mercedes Hyperscreen, and like this thing, it lo- it literally looks like the future, and it's just crazy. It's nice, actually. Okay, now now that I'm looking at it, right? Like, I was I honestly pictured it as like a big 56-inch TV just stuffed in a car. No, no, no. But no, like. No, yeah. This is actually really nice. Like, holy shit. Like, this... And this, by this the way, actually... it's expected to be out in their kind of probably last car of 2021, end of the year. Wow, really? Yep, yep. That's actually really dope. Now, like, I'm a fan of this from a technology perspective, right? Seeing, like, all this really go and, like, become so advanced and everything. Yep. But I'm not a fan of this from what we alluded to in one of our podcasts earlier from the right to repair, Right. Now, my question here is going to become, right, like, shit, do I got to update software all the time? Do I got to go to, like, a specialized Mercedes mechanic to get all this done? Like, I can't just fix it myself. Do I have access yeah, we'll to see. software underneath the hood? Right? Probably like, not is my guess, but we'll see. So that's that's my question now when it's coming to all of this. But I know we're running low on time. Hit us with the yep. last one. Last one. Amazon has purchased 11 jets for the very first time. They bought them from oh, Delta cool. and WestJets Airline. And literally the only purpose of this is to deliver packages faster. So, I mean, now they yeah. have 11 literally like airliners in their fleet and that's kind of dope. Like that's, that's like, that's like never happened before. So you're delivery from China. You got it. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Interesting. They're going to prime it right out, right to your house. Dude, can you imagine this? Like they have planes. What if they put drones on the planes and they can literally just have stuff take off from a moving plane? <laughs> Bro, I swear I wouldn't put past Amazon for doing that within the next five years. Dude, like I, I really, I really think Amazon will do something like that. Like have like a cargo plane, have like, you know how you had soldiers jump out of cargo planes? Yep. They're going to have drones jump out of cargo yes, planes and freaking just go Dude, and drop everything off. It's crazy. It really is nuts. Like that could happen. It literally could happen. That's a possibility. And like as big as Amazon is and like as much as people like to talk smack about them, like in terms of logistics and distribution, they are the, the best one king, and it's really impressive. They're really impressive. Best. Nine, what do you think? Real quick. I think it's interesting. I, don't, I, I wouldn't put it past them. I hope they got a good deal on those jets. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> they definitely did. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure they did. I'm sure they did. They're Amazon after all, but I'm, you know, they're Amazon, so they could just throw money at it and get in there figure it out. I want to see if they do the drone idea that you guys are mentioning. I just want one footage of it just all like a billion little droids come out of the air the there's, jet. No, there's no talking points about that it's purely speculation but i just think it's dope i hope it comes mm-hmm. out i want to see a billion of droids come out of one jet and just litter the whole sky so like an end of the day <laughs> kind of thing but it's my package it's gonna be like a swarm movie that's what i want i want that i want it to be like a swarm of droids coming out you look up like oh oh it's my package <laughs> <laughs> all right guys but anyway, anyway guys that's been tech cast been... number 21 Four's week next week. Whose week is it next week? Is it nine? Nine. It's, it's two's week. All right. Nine. Oh, not nine. 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 Oh, it's nine's yeah, week. nine's week. Yeah, nine's, week. It is. nine's week next week. So nine's, he'll be kind of dealing with the news next week. And guys, oh, it's been a pleasure once again. Hope you enjoyed your holidays. Hope you stay safe. Happy New Year. Getting worse. Happy New Year. And we'll catch it next week. Take care. Bye, guys. Peace.